and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from Morley Salvation Army. This week, it's the first Sunday of Advent, the first of four Sundays in the lead up to Christmas that follow the journey of Jesus. Lorna has titled her thoughts for this week, Holy Suspense. If you want to hear more from us, we stream live on Facebook and YouTube every Sunday at 10.15. Just search Morley Salvation Army. Waiting. How good are you at waiting? You may be waiting for a special parcel to arrive or waiting to go on an amazing holiday. How does waiting make you feel? Do you have butterflies in your stomach from excitement as you wait? Does the the tension begin to build up inside you as you wait in suspense? Let's look at waiting another way. How many of you like to watch a, a good film, the sort of film that keeps you on the edge of your seat all the way through? You wait in anticipation because you don't know what's going to happen next. You feel all tense. What about a a good book with a good storyline? Do you find it hard to put the book down once you've started reading? You just want to, to read on and on and on. You can't wait to get to the end of the book because you want to find out what happens. The tension builds inside you as you read. Waiting can build tension and suspense. As you know, today is the first Sunday in Advent. Throughout Advent, we prepare for the coming of Jesus. During Advent, we read about what it was like before Jesus was born and how God's people waited for Jesus. And then we read stories about Jesus' birth and that all makes sense, doesn't it? Waiting for Jesus, the Saviour, to be born. And then Jesus is born. Yet, after Jesus' death, people began to wait for Jesus to come back again. This is known as the second coming. Jesus' birth being the first coming. Waiting for the second coming, well, this is what is going on in the book of Romans, the passage Jill just read to us. All that language about being awake and and ready for the day is just another way of saying, be ready. Be ready for Jesus to come back again. This Advent, this Advent, I want us to be curious I want us to be ready. I want us to be watchful. Have you ever waited for someone at the airport? Are you the sort of person that makes the big welcome home banner to hold above your head? Because the person you are waiting for has been away for months and you've missed them like mad. 
Do you get the, the butterfly feeling in your stomach we talked about earlier? Because you are so excited about seeing them again. You've been tracking them on your phone and on the monitors at the airport. You know when they have landed and you just wait for them to descend down the escalator. Of course, when you see their face in view, you leap out of your seat and gather round them excitedly to greet them. And even though I'm sure it may have been a little overwhelming for them, secretly they loved all that attention. Wow, I get a mini version of this every day, although it's a bit of a, a different setting. Do you have any pets? Well, as some of you know, we have three dogs and it's such a lovely feeling when you've had a, a bit of a hard day to open the front door and see three happy dogs wagging their tails, waiting to greet you. There's nothing better. So, so why am I telling you these stories this morning? What I'm trying to say is why not during Advent be like my dogs or, or be the person eagerly waiting at the airport. Be ready. Be waiting at the door. Be sitting on the edge of your seat, ready to jump up and welcome. Be awake and keep watch. Be ready for Jesus' return. Our passage for today encourages us to be aware of the time we live in. Paul writes to the Romans. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber, because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. Imagine that you wake up early the day of a great party. It could be your birthday, a wedding or Christmas day. The night before is almost over. The sun is just beginning to come up. You're full of excitement. And yet the party itself has not yet started. In this situation, you begin to live with both the anticipation of the day being almost here and frustration that he has not yet fully begun. You will begin to put on your party clothes and do all you could to make final preparations. But you would hold that intention with knowing that the party, in all its fullness, was still a few hours away. This is the time we live in as Christians. The night is almost gone and the day of Jesus' kingdom has started to dawn. And yet that kingdom day has not yet arrived in all its fullness. We live with the suspense that the full party has not yet started. Paul tells us to be aware that we are living in this time, this in-between daybreak stage. 
This is a huge tension in the Christian life. I read it is sometimes called the now and not yet of the kingdom. The now and not yet of the kingdom. Now, Jesus is king. And at the same time, his kingdom is not yet here in its fullness. Now Satan is defeated and at the same time we are waiting for all evil to be finally overcome and so our lives are not yet free from temptation. Now Jesus has healed the sick and given us authority to do the same in his name. And at the same time we live in an era where sick people are not yet healed. Now Jesus is resurrected from the dead and we are seated with him in the heavenly places. And at the same time, we live in the not yet where all creation groans to be healed and resurrected. This now and not yet calls us to a radical form of living. It asks us to be both hope-filled and also realistic. Life is not all roses and sunshine, this side of Jesus' second coming. We all struggle with pain, temptation, disappointment and loss. The earth continues to groan, the oppressed continue to cry, how long? And yet, in the middle of these challenging realities, we have seen the sun beginning to rise and we are called to live in its light. Paul continues to write in this. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armour of light. Clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. When we know a party is coming, we need to put on our party clothes and prepare all we can for the coming celebration. Similarly, when we know Jesus is coming, we need to put on our Jesus clothes. For example, the armour of God and attitudes like compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Jesus reminds his disciples that nobody knows the time of his return. In this passage and in many of his parables, Jesus asks us to live in a holy suspense, ready, ready for his return. So, so will we be ready? Will we be ready for when Jesus returns? My prayer this Advent is that we are going to be ready to see Jesus. Being ready is not being distracted. Being ready to spot Jesus because we just don't quite know how this is all going to play out. So we must be ready in every moment. God can surprise us. Here's a, a few ideas I've written down for myself to follow this Advent, inspired by Romans, especially the part that encourages Christians to live honourably, 
This is my list. Be mindful. Breathe deeply more. Don't spend all your time on social media. Don't get jealous about others' gifts. Be ready. Be ready to be a witness to your faith. Who knows? Who knows when you or I might encounter Jesus? A new day is coming. Be awake and keep watch. Be ready. Be ready for Jesus' return. Make sure. Make sure that you are ready for when Jesus returns. <laughs>